the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Get you caught up on what's happening with your money. Chris Versace, he is the Chief Information Officer for Tomatica Group and Assistant Professor at New Jersey City University. He's also a columnist for Business Insider, Forbes, and TheStreet.com, the host of Cocktail Investing Podcast, and the author of Cocktail Investing, Distilling Everyday Noise into Clear Investment Signals for Better Returns. Mr. Versace, welcome back to The Salcedo Show. Well, thank you, Chris. I have to say, even after that long list of uh, things that I do, I, I feel tired. <laughs> well, buck up, camper. We have a lot to talk about because today, let's let's start off with the most recent economic news, beating mm-hmm. Wall Street expectations and the so-called experts. Uh, the job numbers came in today, two, uh, 222,000 jobs added in June, which beat the 179,000 expectation. Your thoughts, sir? I mean, look, you know, if we dissect the numbers and you you know that I do, it was a good report, right? Uh, You know, we saw a number of different jobs picking up um, in terms of the number of jobs. Uh, We also saw some upward revisions in the past couple of months. Always a good sign. But, and this is the shoe to drop, Chris, if we were to look at it, earnings, meaning average uh, hourly earnings, are not picking up the way the Fed thought they would. Uh, thereby taking some of the bite or more of the bite out of their inflation argument. And it says to me that the Fed is more likely than not going to stand on the sidelines uh, for the next couple of months until we get into the back half of the year. Remember, they've promised three rate hikes. They've, they're off two in the first half of the year. I think they're going to bide their time until doing the next one. Yeah, and, and that could uh, be a dire signal to those up on Capitol Hill to get busy on tax reform because there seems to be a lot of folks – uh, waiting on the sideline, not doing much hiring, not raising salaries and, and income because they're waiting to see if this government can get its act together and deliver on tax reform. Am I right? Well, you know, it's funny you say that. The The Fed put another report out today, kind of one under the uh, under the radar called the Fed Monetary Policy Report. And when you break it down, they, they said some interesting things, right, which is in the first half of the year, the pace of the economic reform has moderated. We know that's the case. Uh, inflation has fallen off compared to a year ago. We know that is the case. Um, but they also talked about an increase in business investment. And that was more in the first quarter, but you're correct. As the economy has started to slow a little bit and some uncertainty, not only about tax reform, healthcare reform, and the timing of infrastructure, I think businesses are sitting back and they're saying, I've got some elections coming up. I want to see how things turn before I commit going into the back half of the year. Chris Versace, my guest right now, folks, he is the host of the Cocktail Investing Podcast. Uh, Chris, uh, the president's over the G20 summit. Uh, Donald Trump making some news as he made an an invite, if you will, to those former Soviet republics uh, trying to break the monopoly and the, the stranglehold that Vladimir Putin has on them by saying, hey, uh, America is going to be a net exporter of energy uh, uh, because of all of our natural gas, uh, liquefied natural gas and, and other energy resources depend on us. And, and let's let's compete. We can compete with Russian energy. And uh, a, a lot of folks over here in the United States who watch these kinds of things kind of applauded in particular in the state in which I broadcast uh, uh, an energy uh, titan, the state of Texas. Yeah, I mean, look, it, what Trump is trying to do to his uh, you know, campaign promises, make America great again. And that means unleashing American business and entrepreneurialism to go out and do what we do best. 
And he's just trying to, you know, let people know that we are going to do that. And when you look at the uh, rising rig count that is there, uh, it is obvious that we have more supply and more supply coming on stream, which, you know, silver lining, good thing. We're starting to see gas prices fall at the pump as well. But there's no reason that through the developments of technology as well as consolidation in the energy space that's helped reduce the break-even point for these businesses that we cannot be far more efficient and net exporters. And remember, too, Chris, for the economy and consumer spending, these jobs in the oil patch are well-paying jobs. This is not like working at Starbucks or working at The Gap or some other retail. These are very, very good-paying jobs. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I'm not sure if you're aware if I've talked to you about this in the past, but there there was a large discovery in West Texas, which many are saying it could be the second largest proven, not only oil, but natural gas, clean burning natural gas discovery uh, in the world. And that, that once that starts getting tapped and once all of a sudden we start sending liquefied natural gas over to all of these former Soviet republics, the market is just going to boom. They, they get out from Vladimir Putin's communist dictator thumb. We start exporting energy and creating well-paying, as you mentioned, jobs here in the United States. It's a, it's a twofer. It's a win-win. Absolutely. But it, it's the whole thing, Chris, is making sure that we have the right mindset in Washington that is going to put you know, the economy first and allow business to do what it does, you know, arguably through some trickle down economics. But we need to have that mindset and agenda in place in D.C. And I think I think we're getting that compared to where we've been the last eight years. Now, the G20 summit, which is supposed to be an economic summit, uh, there's expected to be pressure put on Donald Trump to to sign on to this Paris Climate Accord to stay, keep the United mm -hmm. States signed on to where the United States sacrifices everything. Everybody else in the agreement sacrifices nothing so that it's, it's a big redistribution of wealth scheme. And Angela Merkel of Germany seems to be the one that is really behind and making sure that and trying to put political pressure on the United States to damage its own economy. What say you? Do you think the president should remain stalwart about this? And, and do, you th do you think he'll cave or do you think he'll stay strong? I, I don't think he's going to cave. I actually think he's using it more as an overall negotiating tactic. Because remember, they're over there talking about a number of, of different issues, Chris, including who pays their fair share when it comes to global defense. So I, I you know, Trump, Trump being the dealmaker, I, I think he's going to he's looking at all his chess pieces on the board, trying to figure out how can I which ones can I move to get where I need to be and where I want to be. That's what I think is going to happen. Chris Versace, everybody. He's the chief information officer for Tomatica Group and the assistant professor at the New Jersey City University. Sir, I appreciate the time and expertise as always here on the Salcedo Show. Always happy to do it, my friend. Have a great weekend. You do the same.